does the Monetary Authority of Singapore plan to become the world's leading technology-driven central bank? Welcome to Global Risk Regulators podcast series about banking and financial regulation. For more about GRR, please visit www.globalriskregulator.com. In this episode, we are going to explore the Monetary Authority of Singapore's goal of becoming the world's leading technology-driven central bank. In particular, we are going to discuss its technology initiatives, why it is doing them, the impact this is having on staffing requirements and the organisation's culture, and also how this will shape the supervisor's interaction with financial firms. To discuss all of this, I am delighted to welcome Vincent Loy, Assistant Managing Director, Technology at the Monetary Authority of Singapore. Prior to joining the central bank, Vincent held a number of roles related to technology and financial services with the big consultancies Accenture and PwC. Okay, Vincent, in, 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 a, in a previous conversation, you mentioned that the Monetary Authority of Singapore wants to become the leading central bank in terms of technology. Can you explain what that means in practice and what your vision is in this area? And maybe give some details of your timeline for achieving these goals? Um, let me, uh, before I talk about MES vision and strategy, let me share with you in terms of how we look at technology. MES look at technology as a core enabler and a core um, uh, drivers of financial services in the future. And as a result, uh, whatever we do in MES, we think about how does technology affect our economic policy okay. in terms of managing our uh, 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 foreign reserve and also in terms of how it affects our supervision function. Uh, there are many lessons when we, when in regards to the vision of MES. Uh, firstly, the vision look at how is technology impacting the financial institution because technology is going to make the financial institution much more agile and much more customer-centric yeah. and also yeah. going to drive the, 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 the profitability of the financial institution as well. So they have big impact on that. And as a result, MAS is promoting technology, fintech, because fintech is going to play a big role in financial services. We have the biggest fintech festival in the world. And yep. we also think that fintech will impact uh, financial services in terms of uh, regulatory reporting, right tech, and you also will affect MAS uh, in terms of regulation as well. Uh, so that is on industry. Then at the same time, we look at how does technology affect MES as a regulator, as a central bank. That's where we look at um, how does technology help us as a supervisor. We look at uh, SUPTEC. Uh, we use data analytics to help us to do things. Uh, uh, we look at technology to make our process faster. We look at technology to help us to get data from the financial institution in yeah. a much yeah. more uh, real time and timely basis. Uh, we also built uh, technology to make sure that whatever we use, uh, whatever innovation technology that we use, we can deliver it to our supervisor. And in regards to internal supervisor, we try to promote innovation by because we believe in the concept of letting thousand flower bloom. 
So we let all we train them <coughs> to be you know uh, to learn about the new technology out there. Yeah. And then after that, we allow them to innovate with innovation platform. Okay. And once they innovate with the innovation platform, we build technology to allow them to um, to um, sort of um, come up with a system in a very quick manner so that they can use whatever they do in a quick way, basically. And, and so we look at it in terms of innovation, in terms of technology, process, and also people. And those are the strategy that we deal with in a very deliberate manner. Right, Thank right. You. Okay, well, that 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 was uh, Vincent. Thank you. That was a very uh, nice introduction to what what you're doing. So let, let let's unpack that a little bit. Um, could you maybe discuss some of the specific technology initiatives that are taking place within the Monetary Authority of Singapore, and 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 what you're aiming, what their aim is, their purpose, if you like? Okay, so um, I think I probably covered some of it. In yeah. terms of promoting uh, technology within the financial services sector, we are uh, a proponent of innovation and also in terms of uh, collaboration. So we promote fintech uh, very heavily. Uh, we have an innovation fund to uh, fund new innovation within the financial services industry. Okay. And we also get the industry to work with a technology company to work together on uh, common use cases, common yeah. problem. We also try to promote uh, utilities that has a greater good for the whole industry. Okay, and so that is on industry. Uh, we have, um, um, you have heard about, uh, we also, um, in fact, some of the things that we do, I don't know when you, whether you heard of Wubin. Project Wubin was basically to look at um, okay. um, blockchain, basically. Right. Okay, how they can be used in the financial services sector in terms of payment as well. So that is on technology in the industry. In terms of MAS internally, we have many, many innovation that is going on. Uh, some of them that we are doing in regards to data collection. We are working with the industry to look at data collection because as you probably know, data collection is uh, is quite a big pain point for a lot of financial oh, Indeed it is. <laughs> and so we are working with them to automate it, to make it more uh, timely, and also to make it more efficient as well. So I, we will talk more about it later. Yeah. And the other things that we are doing is also looking at some of the common problems that financial institutions face like know your customer, anti-money laundering, yeah. in terms of um, cyber security issues. And those are the things that we do in regards to uh, money laundering. Uh, a lot of banks are doing the same check on the same customer, although because the customer go to different bank. And we are working with the industry in terms of utilities so that they can do uh, uh, anti-money laundering check one time. And so that uh, every FI do not have to do their own. And that reduces cost and also increases time and also at the same time, increase fidelity in terms mm. of the exception, uh, 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 in terms of finding the exception. Uh, so that's one. Uh, the other thing is cybersecurity because we know at the end of the day, cybersecurity is going to determine whether technology is going to be used in the future in a more pervasive way. And that is probably the yield of uh, technology. And so we, uh, we set up with an information sharing platform with, it, with all the FI in Singapore 
so that they share information with one another. Because okay. in that case, they are going to be prepared for the risk that comes from cybersecurity. And also at the same time, we work with the industry in regards to uh, automating some of the uh, 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 threats uh, landscape out there and actually disseminating all this threat to the FI in a timely basis so that they can respond as well. Right. Okay. Okay. That's 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 excellent. That's an, another another very interesting insight there into into your work. Um, so maybe if we could shift this a bit more to the people side. Um, now, as 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 you know, you know, central banks and supervisors are typically staffed by economists and lawyers. Uh, but I gather at the Monetary Authority of Singapore, you're increasingly bringing in different skill sets to support your technology drive. Can you tell us a bit about those skill sets and from what type of organizations you're hiring these people from, and also whether this is having any impact on your organization's culture? Okay, um, maybe, um, okay, that, 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 in fact, MES, um, I'm probably a, a technology hire at the Quite, uh, yes. executive management position. Uh, this is a new role within MAS, and I think probably quite new among central bank, where uh, it is, yeah. executive management position uh, in charge of technology. The whole idea is to make sure that whatever we do, we have a technology technology lens on it. And in terms of the people that we hire, you are right. Absolutely, MAS is make up of one some of the smartest economists and probably regulator. But increasingly, we realize that we need to employ engineers. We need to employ computer scientists, data scientists, because a lot of their things they do, uh, if you use technology to help them, they can get better precision and they get better insight from the information or the things that they do. So yeah. we are increasingly, in terms of uh, hiring a new graduate, we are looking at um, uh, the engineering, the computer background, and, and, and then they will, pro, uh, and if they are not, we train them, those people on the ground. And in fact, we have 100% of our staff trained on data analytics. So they, they know to, how to see visualization to get okay. better insight from data. And then in terms of, we also know that we need experience higher. So increasingly we are uh, recruiting people from some of the best, uh, best uh, technology firm in terms of uh, engineer, data engineer. Okay. We are recruiting uh, 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 architecture engineer. We are recruiting uh, uh, UX people, so that we are bringing a lot of technologies. Because and and not only that, we are also moving a model where we talk about uh, the the business work together with technology as a pair. So whatever they do, they work together such that they are equal partners in this relationship. And, yeah. and so that whatever they do, they always think about how does technology, how can I use technology to help me? And yeah. in that case, uh, we actually, the technology uh, people will train those people on who are economists and eventually they are very good at technology themselves. And that's our hope. And we are in a very promising state right now. Well, that, 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 that's, that's fascinating. Um, so yeah, so basically making everybody a lot more um, technology focused. Okay, so um, let, let's look at the next part now. So um, there's a lot of discussion within supervisory circles about how SupTech and RegTech are going to reduce reporting burden on banks, which has greatly increased since the end of the 2007-9 global financial crisis. 
Uh, Vincent, could you share some thoughts on how that might be achieved and whether it will make a significant impact on the reporting burden? Um, I think that, to be fair, uh, and, and we all know that why the reporting requirement increases after yeah. the GFS global financial crisis, because there was uh, a view that the regulator are not totally, uh, not as, uh, do not have all the information or timely information to help them to um, sort of uh, deal with the crisis in a much more uh, uh, timely basis. So as a result, there's a lot more information required from FI. Unfortunately, with this information, it is painful for the financial institution and yes. it is costly as well. And it doesn't help because the financial institution, a lot of their system are a bit uh, uh, outdated and they have a lot of legacy system and to pull data from one place to another, they normally um, don't invest enough of that technology. So they spend a lot of manual processes to pull those data which regulator needs as well. Yeah. And, 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 and not only that, the data that because I'm also the CDO, which is Chief Data Officer. Okay. And not only that, the data that is provided for the FI sometimes are not consistent. So they, we spend a lot of time in terms of reconciling the, num and the, 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 the uh, financial returns from the FI just to make sure that they are accurate and complete. Yeah. So I think that uh, SoupTech and RegTech will help us a lot, especially RegTech. We know this is a pain point. MES is working with the industry right now uh, to deal with this problem. Uh, we are working with the industry in terms of coming up with a common taxonomy uh, in regards to data, because one of the common problem is that the way I define asset might be different from the way I de uh, the FI define asset. Or maybe, yeah, uh, uh, so as a result, there is a lot, uh, we need to get consistency in terms of data definition. So we are working on a small project right now with our financial institution. And this is a big, big exercise. It's writing a whole dictionary of all those data that you collect. And oh, wow. everybody has the same definition of the data such that people know if I want this data, this is exactly what MES wants. And why this data is different from the way my organization defined this data. And so everybody is clear in terms of what MES wants. And everybody also know what is the delta between what they define versus what MES defined. And that yeah. will allow the people to get the data correctly. So that is definition. The other thing that what we are trying to do is that, that uh, we are looking at the way we collect data. And there are two ways you can collect. At the moment, the, the way we collect data is by templates. And these are aggregated numbers. Uh, okay. But if we look at in future, if we really want to make sure that we have real-time information, we actually need actual data from the FI in the transactional level. And once we get this data, we can slice and dice the data and do our own analysis. We don't need the financial institution to do the analysis and report to us in the template. Okay. Interesting. So, so we are working with the financial institution in terms of what level of data should we pick? Should we at the aggregate level or at what aggregate level? Is it at the uh, account level or should we get transaction data? Okay. And then uh, not only that, we also need to talk about, we are also talking to them in terms of how do we get the data? Do we get the financial institution to send us the data or do we pull the data from them as and when we need? 
Okay. And that's where we talk about API, basically. Yeah. So those conversations are going on. We are working with the industry on that because the whole, the ultimate vision that we, we want is that we have real-time data, which means that we get the transactional data from the financial institution on a real-time basis. And we slice and dice the data and we monitor what is going on in financial institution. To do that, we need to have consistent data and we need to have the technology enabler to allow us to pick the data. And we also need to, and, but that's one part. We also need to bring the industry along because yes. at the end of the day, the bank are laden with a lot of legacy system. True. All the banks are having data quality issue. Uh, they are trying to sort it out. There are many programs going on. We need to work together with them such that the cost will be uh, uh, less impact, uh, uh, will be less, and we will do it in a coordinated and deliberate manner. Right. Okay. Well, that 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 was that was fascinating. Okay. Um, now, just digging a little bit around this issue a little bit more. Um, now, do you think technology will make it much harder in the future for bad actors to conduct activities such as money laundering and market misconduct, stroke manipulation? And, and can you discuss the role of technology in helping supervisors to clamp down on these problems? Okay. Um, um, um... Well, I think that there's always two sides to everything. And on one hand, we need, we think that technology will help us as supervisor because yes. we can get more data, we have better fidelity, yep. and we also have a AI machine learning that will help us to do predictive analytics and, and also in, in certain same behavioral analytics. But having said that, uh, uh, you and I have been long enough to know that there's another side of technology and the criminal are always in front of you. They are also using technology and thinking about how to use technology to, to sort of uh, 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 avoid the regulator. Very true, okay. yeah. And so as a result, you think about blockchain, uh, they can use blockchain and, and blockchain, actually you can know what's going on, but everybody is trying to go one up against one another. And this is a constant battle that is going on because the, the, the criminal will always think of ways to use technology to allow them to do things that they are not allowed to do, while we as a supervisor are thinking of how to use technology to prevent things from happening or things that they shouldn't be doing. But a lot of time, they will be more creative in terms of knowing what are the things that they cannot, they cannot do which they want to do. So we yep. are always playing a catch-up game, to be fair. And because of that, we strongly believe in the collaboration with the ecosystem, with the industry, because we, are, we have limited resources as a regulator. And that's why we are promoting FinTech as well, because we know that increasingly, if we really want to use technology, we need the whole ecosystem, every partner that we can find to help us to solve some of the biggest issue. And technology is going to be moving very fast. And yeah. MEN by itself cannot move so fast. So we need the whole ecosystem to help us to innovate and to move as fast as the criminal. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, it sounds like, you know, um, you, what you're doing there is going to make, uh, going to at least make life harder for the criminals. Um, um, you know, maybe maybe significantly reduce their activities. So, um, you know, let's cast a bit more into the future here. Um, 
you know, when a lot of this technology is, is, is up and running, it's been tested and so on, how, how do you see supervisors interacting with banks? And maybe also look at what bits of, of, of the supervisor's role can be fully automated and what will be the role of human supervisors in this brave new world? Okay. Uh, before I answer your last question, let me share with you what we are doing in terms of data analysis sure. and also dealing with uh, money laundering. Actually, um, some of the things that we do in MAS is that we are thinking of actually, in order to deal with money laundering, you need to have different uh, uh, data points in terms of because eventually the criminal needs to uh, launder the money through the financial services uh, system, yes. payment system. So there are payment information that we are looking at. Okay. And also at the same time, we are looking at the internet in terms of, uh, uh, in terms of their relationship, because a lot of time they, as they go through the uh, uh, layering process, they change their identity. But every identity okay. has a relationship, and we are trying to link up all this relationship. And hopefully, with all this, uh, with uh, 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 network analysis, clustering, with um, uh, uh, NLP, we you all the different technique in terms of machine learning. We try to uh, put some relationship to it, and we try to link up payment to those people. And yeah. when we get the data from all the financial institution. Uh, all this data will provide certain data point, and when we combine all this data point, it is a very powerful tool for us to identify criminal. So that's one. Okay, and going back to your question in terms of future, yeah. how do we in, uh, interact with the bank? I think the way the financial, uh, the regulator interact with the bank is going to change significantly. Okay, uh, we are only at the beginning of this journey. Because I think a lot of regulators like MAS are looking at their in own internal process and looking at how do they want to regulate the bank. And we are also cognizant of the fact that we cannot increasingly get data from the bank on a, uh, and this is not sustainable because it will cost bank a lot of money just to provide the data. Yeah. And actually the best way to get the data is that we have real-time transactional data. And so if I look at it, is that eventually it will come to the point that financial institutions don't even need to submit data. Uh, uh, the data that they have, the uh, central bank will also have. And the central bank will be able to uh, uh, play with all those data that they have from the financial institution and on a real-time basis uh, predict and help them to foresee any problem with the banks and in order to do that, of course, the central bank needs to uh, improve the technology skill in terms of the regulator. Yeah. But they also need to build a technology, uh, uh, a landscape inside the central bank that will allow them to do this work, basically. And also, yeah. at the same time, increasingly, cybersecurity will be very important for the regulator. Because as a regulator, as the FI become more technology-enabled, we are talking about increasing the surface of attack for cyber criminal. So cyber security will be one of the core skill set that the regulator needs to have because mm. they are going to have a lot of data of the financial institution and they cannot afford to have any data breaches uh, from, uh, from cyber criminal. 
So we need to build the skill set, and that's why MAS is building on the cyber capability. And we are also expecting the financial institution to do that as well. And then you also have the machine learning data analytics skill set that I think increasingly all the regulator needs to have in order to get more insight, in order to, uh, uh, so that they can become better regulator. At the same time is that uh, uh, the regulator uh, is going to fight, the uh, fight for talent with not mm. only uh, financial yeah. institution, but also with the technology company. Uh, so in order to do that, the regulator needs to do things cheaper, better, and faster, and pay people better as well. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that that that's very interesting, Vincent. Thank you so much for those insights um, about what about what how the Monetary Authority Singapore is using technology, um, and and indeed finding the staff to to develop this technology and and the ecosystem. So that 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 was brilliant. So th thanks very much for that. And to conclude. I'd like to thank Vincent for taking part in Global Risk Regulators Regulatory Podcast Series. And if you'd like to listen to more regulatory podcasts, please visit www.globalriskregulator.com. And you can also subscribe via ACAS, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. And finally, I'd like to wish everyone listening to stay safe and well. Thank you. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc., Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.